Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled. I am Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about Hannah, Season 1, Episode 6. It is called Mother. Uh, or as I like to think of it, Martha. So, full spoilers for the episode. That was terrible. That was a quality joke. It, didn't, it wasn't. It really wasn't. It was terrible. That was a quality joke. So, yeah, we ended last episode. Hannah was out in the forest with, with Sophie and she just had it on with Anton and Marissa's in the country looking for her. and uh you know Eric was caught basically uh so this episode i thought was a lot more action packed despite the fact that there was very little action in it there was a little bit of action towards the end but it was more action packed in the sense there was a lot of like drama high drama sort of scenes uh, there was, yeah. was a lot of tension that kind of thing especially um, after the first you know, 15 20 minutes or so yeah, well, e- even the 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 love triangly sort of bit, I'm not gonna say I liked it necessarily, but I will say it felt more naturally uncomfortable than just TV love triangle, if that makes sense. Sure, I still find it kind of tedious. But I mean, even in like a a good movie with a, with a love triangle, I'll still find that mostly a tedious plot. Oh, sure, sure. I mean, I'm not really arguing if it's tedious or not. I'm just. The there was a level of natural uncomfort which felt at least more natural to the situation. Like, I I, I felt a little bit sorry for Sophie <laughs> as, as as she was trying to like make a move on Anton and it was just not happening. And I was like, yeah, yeah, can't feel bad for her. <laughs> like you know, just a little bit. Sure. I don't know. It worked a I, little I bit. I was just waiting for that to be over, and, which thankfully it didn't last too long. Kind of just got it over and just sorted. No, relatively so it was, quickly. Yeah, it didn't last too long. She got angry at Hannah when they got back to the house and she said some awful things to her. She got really mean. And I think that's part of it actually kind of worked because it was like a really stark kind of, you know, jolt of anger from her. Um, mm. And I, I, I bought I bought the level of intensity she, she brought to it. Cats causing shenanigans. Yes. yes I, th- I think Garrus did something at the window. Uh, so... But I, 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 there was an intensity to it, and you felt really bad for Hannah, and she sort of leaves. But she runs into a little brother, and she finds out from the little brother that her mother, quote unquote, is there, and it's uh, of course, you know, uh, Vigor. Marissa. Yes, Marissa yeah. Vigor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you look, you look like you were hesitate. You could think of a name. Well, no, it's because they called her Claire. I so I stumbled for a second. I was, I was like, wait, no, 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 no the proper name. Uh, <laughs> right. Okay. Because uh, she's saying her name's Claire and she's at her mother, and they're in the in the house. And Sophie's refusing to talk, despite the fact she's mad at Hannah. Um, and Hannah like steals, uh, you know, kind of steals a little brother's phone. It sends her a message saying, "Hey, that woman is dangerous. Don't tell her anything, please." <laughs> Signed yeah, H. She's like, ah, it's cool. I already didn't. Yeah. Um. So I think what I liked about it is that. Her like petty teen bullshit in the love triangle seemed like a big deal to her early in the episode, but the more it became aware that someone dangerous might be here, and the more that it became aware that something with Hannah's past is a lot more complicated than than, than what we're hearing. Because um, yeah. as much as Sophie is just a typical teenage girl, she does kind of sense that Marissa's full of shit. Like oh, the, yeah. immediately, unlike her parents, she can kind of sense that there's something not right about her. Um. Yeah, and, and and that lends credence to these scenes, and it, it gives it gives Hannah this kind of comrade, and it it does the fake out where you think that you know she's texting back, and I mean I kind of guessed that it wasn't at that point. I mean it was pretty clear uh, after uh, the, the the very first text was her. Yeah, and then everything after that is like nope. 
Yeah. So it's not a surprise when she sees Marissa. And Marissa kind of offers a deal, says, hey, come with me peacefully. No one will get hurt. Although there is a subtext to what she's saying here. She's saying you've put that family in danger as if, hey, they, like something may happen to them if you don't come peacefully. Yeah. And she's like, hey, you come with us. We'll we'll take care of you because you're special and nothing else will happen and it'll be fine. We'll even go say goodbye. We'll go say goodbye as mother and daughter and it'll be sweet and they won't worry about you and everything will appear normal. Yeah. And it's during this where the, the, the you know, Sophie's friend is looking up what's on the the document uh and it's like, there's something fishy here about the location uh yeah it's some blacked out zone next to what was it ukraine yeah yeah it was ukraine and then two other countries around it yeah. um and she comes running back in and she insists on seeing hannah on her own for a bit and she's like hey hannah if she's not really your mother tell me right you know and i love that she never actually says like forget all the bullshit earlier but it's just clearly implied clearly that's redundant now it doesn't matter right we're, we're past this yeah. We're past this. This is more serious. What's going on? Tell me. And she doesn't. She she she, she refuses essentially, um, and 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 leaves with Marissa. And they go to a hotel and they they kill some time. They're waiting for the for the bad guys. They're waiting for Sawyer to show up, who's been you know busy torturing, you know Heller for, uh, you know, in a, in a freezer for a day or two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's getting pretty brutal in there yeah um th- there is some wonky timeline stuff in this episode where like because i'm assuming that they're not in the uk already um and because there's, there's a great moment later where, where eric shows up to kind of help hannah out uh, yeah. and it's a really great scene in the elevator i thought you know because it because it, it, it made me it, it reminded me of, not in like this, the exact same context but you remember from winter soldier the the scene in the, the, the elevator sure yeah right where everyone keeps getting in the lift um, it kind of reminded me of that in a weird way, where they get in the elevator and there's this other couple with a kid, and then there's this other couple come in, and then the hand comes in and it's him, and it's like, okay, we can't just start fighting in front of civilians, right? We have to keep up a pretense. Uh, like, it, it reminded me of the tension of that a little bit, and I, I kind of liked it. And I think it did this neat thing where I think we were kind of anti-Eric for a little bit because of what what's been happening over a few episodes, but here we get the sense that they're saying they're going to be nice to her they're saying that she's going to be treated well and that they're going to take care of her but he's obviously already found this this laptop after he's killed the guards that were watching him yeah that there is a resurgence of the utrax system you know uh, program and uh, it, it clearly shows there was a bunch of other teen girls who are all being trained like hannah there's that which got exciting because i'm like hannah's got like actual people to fight now who are on her level like yeah. when the day comes and that, that's interesting. That's gonna be fun. So, what was your problem with the timeline? Um, it's it's Eric getting there. Like we we see him go to uh, an airport. He's got like a passport, and he goes into an airport. And then yeah. the next time we see him, he's he's going to that elevator, and and I don't even know what city they're in, but to England be fair, somewhere. we see Hannah's asleep, and then they go for breakfast. So there's at least it's overnight, and also all of the other men show up that next day. You know, around the same time as Eric. Oh, that's true, that's true. I'll be honest, I never got the impression it was overnight, actually. I guess that's what my problem is here. Uh, I did because of the breakfast scene. Because it made a point of telling us it was breakfast they were going to You're right, to no, it was breakfast. She was getting cereal out of the container. Wrongly, which, might I add. Yes, <laughs> um, which, which is why I assumed overnight. You're right, no, you're right, you're right. That might be my problem here. Because I, I know the other guys get there, but I assume like, they knew first, and then they, they've got private jets. They can 
Sure, they they'd go. head start. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Eric's going through an airport. Like he's he's got. No, I get that. But I think it, I think there is Jamie. It's overnight. It's only you know from somewhere in Europe. I imagine that he's going France. From. I might say the run yeah, last. It's, it's you know a couple of hours on a plane. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's not a long flight. That's fair. That's fair. I, I guess it just never clicked to me. It was overnight, so I just thought, yeah, that's a bit miraculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I thought I thought it'd been a few hours. Like, you know, she got Hannah back to the hotel. She napped for maybe a couple hours, and they went down for like dinner. But you're right. Sure. You're right. I think it was yeah. breakfast. Now you've, now you've pointed out a couple of things. Um, and then from there we get a lot of great scenes of them like running around the hotel, hiding in conference rooms. Uh, setting off the fire alarm set off the fire alarm a little bit of action on the way out and they actually steal a helicopter to get away <laughs> when they get out and shoot some dudes yeah 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 she she takes some dudes out yeah. um, and it's, it's interesting hearing more about this stuff and there's a, there's a little scene at the end a little tag of uh, these other like project girls I don't even know what else to call them uh, training hmm. uh, very brutally might I add and it's kind of this thing where I think ultimately we're going to see Hannah's better because of how she was trained and how it was more personal, how you know she was alone with someone training her the whole life, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, but I think it's interesting because, you know, does she turn any of them or are they all just conditioned because they've all been raised within the system? It's been a long time, presumably their entire lives. Yeah. You know, um, do, do we do that? Do we... Because there's a couple of moments in this episode where Hannah's saying, you know, you said you'd protect me. You said you would, you know, you, you'll, you'll look after me. And she says yes, and Hannah doesn't believe her bullshit. And, you know, she there's a couple of points where Marissa has this look on her face, like where she knows she's lying to her and she feels kind of guilty about it. Yeah. And it yeah, makes me wonder... Like, you know, at the end where she doesn't shoot at Hannah when she's on the, the helicopter, she yeah. takes the picture uh, on a phone. In fact, before Eric, Eric got the laptop and... She was already having these looks of like guilt on her face. Uh, you thought she was going to back out. I thought I didn't think she was going to back out. I thought she. I thought the reason why she felt guilty was that actually this is a very specific moment in the episode. It's when Eric gets the laptop, but before he actually clicks in the the folder, you, you see it say Utrecht's like resurgence or whatever the word sure. was, right? That it's coming back. And I thought for a split second before he clicked on it and seen there was already other like you know subjects, I thought it was going to be that they wanted Hannah to basically just take her DNA and like just siphon her sure. off, right? And that's why she felt guilty because it was basically going to be this slow, painful death of just taking her DNA. But and... it's not. They're just going to add it to the system. They're going to add to the system, try and brainwash her, try and condition her. Uh, I would assume so. They don't want to waste her. Yeah. And if she doesn't play ball, then probably eventually just kill her. <laughs> yeah, I imagine so. But I think they'd try pretty hard first. Yeah. Um, because, like I say, you know, waste of resource otherwise. Yeah, but I thought this episode was r- really well paced, and it did a good job of. Because I was, I was shocked. I, I thought it was going to end at one point, and not because I felt like it had been on for the the full length, just because, just because it felt like an ending point. So much had happened that I thought her leaving in the car with Marissa from the house was the end of the episode. I did too, actually. Yeah. Yeah, and then, it was a good what, fifteen minutes after that. Fifteen twenty minutes, yeah, and, and and all the stuff after that's really good. It's not like <laughs> it is, no, it is. It's uh, it, it just felt like okay, no, that, there's been a lot of drama. This felt like a neat point to end on, mm-hmm. and and then it just kept going. Yeah, yeah, and I I think ultimately the the, the family's going to be in trouble. I think you know she's going to go to the family because Hannah cares about them. They're going to use them as bait. Probably, yeah, yeah, uh, and Hannah. I, I do think this was a a better episode than the last couple. I do as well. I, th- I think it was. I think the season as a whole has been very well paced. It's always changing things up. It's never just letting a status quo sit for too long, which is really surprising and nice. Yeah. And I think 
what I like about the the potential of this of of them using Sophie's family to to get to them is the idea that she'll want to save them, but Eric's going to say no, it's too dangerous. They're not worth it, and that'll lead to a debate between them. It'll lead to a moral debate, and it'll either be where she truly has to decide to leave him for good because he's just not the good person that, that she needs him to be, or it's going to be him kind of regaining some humanity because he's willing to actually yeah. risk it and save them. Yeah, there, there is that moment where she kind of comes back onto his side where, you know, she goes back to Marissa. It's like she calls him father. She calls him father, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, after she'd made a point of calling him Eric earlier in the episode. Mm. Um, and it's uh, that was a nice moment where you knew, okay, that, you know, she's back on side. Um, played well. Yeah, no, I did. Um, no, I like that. And then Sophie's family, I thought... Uh, Again, I, I think we're saving a lot of the stuff that could be tedious with them. Uh, you know, when Sophie comes in, she starts shouting at them and being brutally honest in front of Marissa. Like, it's, it, it's very awkward, like, family fighting, and it feels very kind of real and uncomfortable yeah. because it's, like... And I, I think it is mostly down to the acting. Maybe the, the writing as well, because the dialogue doesn't feel fake, but... It, it feels it feels like it comes across really naturally. Yeah. Um, and then, because... And likewise, later on, when they come back up to see her, and they're saying, hey, you did the right thing, like, you know, giving Marissa your phone. Well, I didn't say Marissa, obviously. <laughs> but, yeah. um, and, you know, they came in, and you get the thing that she blames herself for her parents' troubles, and, you know, the dad kind of said something to that effect last episode that was kind of mean, and he comes in and says, hey, no matter how much we fight, we don't hate you. And believe me, we've tried. And he cracks a little joke. And it's yeah. actually genuinely quite funny. It feels like a family making up after they've had a big fight. Yeah, it does. Uh, so, no, I, I appreciate the, how natural that felt. Uh, mm, I thought that was yeah. well done. No, so it was a good episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Action was good. Character beats were on point. And, uh, yeah, and though I guess the one other thing we've not really mentioned is uh, just early on when she's in the forest, she has this little run because she hears a deer. Uh, yeah. In fact, actually, more on her kind of, like, awareness, when she's talking about Anton, it says, oh, as soon as you looked at me, I knew you wanted me. I could smell it. Yeah. And I'm like, smell it. Yeah. Useful. Yeah. I, I, I like that the, uh, the, the so-called in itself, he doesn't even question that. Yeah. Like, maybe she just thinks it's a figure of speech, but I don't know. She just doesn't even bat an eyelid. Well, because before that, when she's fighting with her... Um, she, she uh, Hannah tries to say like, "Hey, I'm different. I'm weird. My body doesn't work the way yours does. You know, I, I yeah. don't necessarily control it in the same way." And I think Sophie takes that as just, "Oh, this is just an excuse for like justifying that you let yourself give in to the, the you know, the oh, passion, right?" But I, I think that that was Hannah trying to explain, "No, no, I physically am different. <laughs> there's there's things that don't, I don't quite understand." Yeah. Um, and it's it's maybe a sign that, and on some level, yeah, there is some sort of animal passion element because she is kind of anim, you know animal like in some ways. The way she kind of smells sure, and yeah. tracks and moves, and I wonder if there's like an element of like just the, the raw passion kind of is part of that almost. Maybe I I was more thinking um, it's just you know she could you know literally like smell it on the sweat you know like pheromones sort of thing. Oh sure, um, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not disputing but, that part. I'm just no, no, no. But the the uh, with all the the animalistic stuff you're talking about, I I always took that more as just the way she was raised in the wild, just oh, kind sure. of on their own. I I, I was just uh, think I was I was I'm just uh, outside of just she likes them and wanted to do it. I was just trying to think of like other reasons yeah, why no, she, I'm with you. she she gave in because I mean she, she's I mean she's kissed like one guy before this. <laughs> she's barely yeah, interacted no, I, I with think men. It's you know? more just she doesn't have any concept of what's right and wrong you know it, it's yeah 
it, 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 she has no societal baseline, right? So it's, oh, I want this. Okay, cool. Yeah, just do it. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. No, no, you're probably right. It's probably just that. I, I was just wondering if maybe it I mean, fed it into, yeah. you know, the, yeah, you the other stuff. Right. But yeah. no, it's interesting. Um, and then just one little tidbit on Marissa. Uh, I don't even know if we mentioned her fighting with her boyfriend last episode, but she, you know, he calls her in this to say, hey, someone was looking for you before she calls in the other guys, before she calls in Sawyer. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just still kind of awkward. And it's one of those things where I don't really care about him. He's kind of dull as a character, uh, as right. is Sawyer. Sawyer's like the... So, Sawyer didn't bother me this episode, though, because he was always mixed up with other people. He was never just on his own doing things this episode. Yeah, yeah. But no, I know, I agree with you, Mercer's family. I'm just like, eh, I don't... I get the purpose is to try and, you know, humanize her a bit. Right mm. and 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 show us that no no she's got a family that she cares about. I just don't give a shit about them. Yeah, that, that's kind of a plot device. That they're, they're her MacGuffin essentially, or personal yeah. MacGuffin, which which is fine. Like I, I think I've gotten to the point now where like I care about Hannah the most, obviously, but Marissa and then to an extent Sophie's family, who I think because they're acting they're they're the natural qualities of their fighting yeah. and their 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 relationship makes them kind of compelling in a way. So. There's like three solid quadrants that I care about in the show. Hannah being the main one, obviously. Uh, yeah. So so Sawyer being kind of dull and Marissa's like boyfriend being kind of dull is it's it's not a big deal as long as we don't spend no, too much time works. with them. It's not yeah, it's not a big yeah, deal. Uh, but yeah, uh, and just one final little point: like the guard who gets taken over by by Eric when he goes into you know shoot him, but after they yeah. found Hannah, uh, I'm like just shoot him from across the room, dude. Like you, you, you walked up to do it point blank, and that's why I was able to fight you and take the gun away from you. I'll just, yeah, maybe he didn't trust himself to be a good enough shot. <laughs> it's like five feet. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I mean, it's not got the cool execution look to it, is it? Of the the gun against the head. I've never fired a gun in my life. I'm pretty sure I could have made the shot from where he was standing. <laughs> I don't think that's an absurd thing to say. <laughs> I'd love to see you try. As long, if you're the target, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll stake my life on it. <laughs> you can wear a vest. I'll happily do that scene from Kick-Ass, where you're just wearing a bulletproof vest. And I'll just, <laughs> right, let's test this caliber. <laughs> let's see if this one gets through. <laughs> yeah, but that scene from Supergirl recently, with the hammer. Uh, not the face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to hit you with this and let's see what happens. All right, that was Hannah, episode six. We've got two left. Uh, so, well, yeah, we'll see how, how this show wraps up. Um, and given that Hannah and her father are kind of on the good sides of each other again to an extent, uh, now I'm like, okay, so then they're going to end in a bad place. <laughs> Possibly with his death. <laughs> yeah, I think his death's relatively likely. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not sure necessarily it has to be a bad place now, though. I True. think that I, 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 or at least I hope oh, not. No, well, that would feel repetitive. Let me let me rephrase that. If he dies, I'm concerned that to be the bad thing, not where they are. Like if if they die, they're going to be in a good place, so it's upsetting to her. Right. Okay. Yeah, right. that's fine. Or, or it'll be in a bad place and he's still alive. <laughs> yeah, I'd see. I don't want him to go into a bad place again because that would feel repetitive to me. And sure. Yeah, we we just did that. That's, no, that's a, that's a fair point. All right, that is uh, Hannah Episode 6. Let us know what you thought of the episode in the comments below. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on the Twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the show and the channel and everything we do here, head over to patreon.com slash mailfuzztv. We can support us for as little as $1 per month and you can get bonuses, exclusive stuff early, that kind of thing. But otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, guys. Have you got any vanilla? <laughs>